0: The Lou and Matt Podcast. Yes, welcome along to an end-of-week podcast uh, where, Lou, at the end of this week you can honestly say that you made a tangible difference, a tangible change was made because of your work on the border
1: this week. Mm, uh, I've reintroduced a delicious, sweet treat to the border uh, by way of the Hoy Bun Mm. in honour of Andrew Hoy. Now, 20 years ago, Matt... Mm. It was uh, a delicious bun that was made at the Culcan Bakery.
0: Because at that time, Andrew Hoy, eight-time Olympian now uh, and proudly from Culcan, uh, had won gold at the Sydney Olympics.
1: Yes. So there, it was like, it was all about the Hoy bun. We were all about Andrew Hoy, (laughs) as we should be. Yeah. Um, And this delicious horseshoe-shaped bun was uh, the centerpiece of the Kulkan bakery at that time now they did make them for a number of years but then um, the bakery changed hands yep, yep and the and the myth if you will although it wasn't a myth but you know the legend of the hoy bun disappeared yeah well no and one well, I feel like I it. need to get closer to the mic yeah make it the make legend it. disappeared <laughs> until I reawakened it last week yep. by calling the Kulkan yep. bakery. And, and don't asking. forget
0: putting it up on our Facebook page, well, and no too. one even responded. So no. at that stage, I mean, it really looked—it looked in—it looked ind- it was it,
1: looking it, dire.
0: I thought it was all in your head, to be honest. You did. Think and what God did they say up, at the you? at the bakery when you called? So
1: Paul, who now owns the Kulkan Bakery, said, "Well, you've started something because after your call, I remembered the hoy bun. He moved here twenty years ago. He remembered having a hoy bun from the Culcamb Bakery, and rang the previous baker." And got the recipe, so they're back on the menu, Matt. Incredible. I'm excited, I'm very excited. Well,
0: unfortunately, even after all that, and he said to us on air, he said, look, uh, uh, Lou, it's really because of your groundwork and putting it up on yep. Facebook and talking about it that uh, it's it's back on the menu. But because
1: of the current restrictions... Don't go there, Matt, because I get can't get go, go, go there. Can. <laughs> I can't go there and get a hoi bun. The bitter irony. Oh, um, it's too much. my voice is getting squeaky. It's I can, very though, sad. Lou. Yes. Can you I go in my stead?
0: I'll go tomorrow. Enjoy the hoy. Saturday, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go tomorrow. I'll eat one myself. My Mm -hmm. girlfriend will also eat one and we'll bring you back
1: one to to try on Monday. Yeah, I'll meet you at the border. We can hand it across. (laughs) Um, That would be amazing. I, I really want to relive the glory of the hoy bun.
0: Yeah, well, job well done, Lou. Thanks. And it's probably in all of the
1: you're welcome, border.
0: six years that we've worked <laughs> together. I think this is your your greatest it's my moment. finest
1: work. <laughs> yes, thank you.
0: Uh, now we've got plenty on uh, a mix of, of course, the things that have been happening to us uh, sadly on the border, and also some fun stuff. Um, but let's kick it off with this talking footy with Swata. Usually it would be time for our twice-weekly bit of fun, Lou, and education with the great game of footy with Swatter, but of course with lockdown. Ah, oh, gee, Swatter, you caught up in the middle of it again. Um, how are you this morning? I'm okay. Um, I'm okay. We, we sort
2: of, <laughs> I wish I didn't say this, but I think we're getting used to it. If we aren't yeah. already used to it, there's a sense of inevitability. It's frustrating. It's t- tiring. It continues to drag people down. And uh, not that this is an editorial, but, geez, I hope uh, our Premier hears this. The lockdowns are causing immeasurable damage to people oh. in our communities. I support every issue, every uh, initiative that protects and saves lives, including those lost to COVID and impacted by COVID. But the true cost of lockdowns will be felt for decades. And Great. I'm not being alarmist. I'm not being sensationalistic. It's the reality of what I see consistently, and I need and implore our, our, our decision-makers and people of influence to start to genuinely and seriously consider the long-term and short-term impacts on mm-hmm. lockdowns. They're not helping. They're yeah. not helping well at said, all. Swaller,
0: so true. Maybe uh, yes. in the next week or two we can have another chat. Um, valuable chat about mental health because... Um, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, Now more than ever before we need to uh, talk to you about it. Alright, let's uh, go through the games then because th- there are games being played this weekend and uh, it's mm-hmm. the same as the last lockdown so they're still playing them in empty stadiums and the like. So let's start with the first game, the Cats and the giant swatter.
2: No, Cats will be too strong.
1: What about um, Carlton and the Suns?
2: Oh, where's this being played, Lou?
1: Uh, Marvel Stadium.
2: No, I think the Blue Baggers will win with not a great deal of confidence. Good win last week, should win this one. Gold Coast, well,
0: they're a little bit pungent. All right. Oh, I love that word. All right. Now, what about your kangaroos against Mm. Richmond? Can they do what would have been considered impossible last year?
2: Absolutely. They'll win.
0: Tigers are gone.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, now this, oh, no, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it for Matt. Don't. This is the match of the round, no,
0: it's Swatter. No, it's
2: not. Because Here it's the go. Adelaide
1: Crows against Port Adelaide. I don't.
2: Well, you know my thoughts on this, Lulu. The one beacon of light that has got South Australia through the last couple of years <laughs> is the Port Adelaide Football Club. Thank God for this organisation. They will just go into the candy shop. They will steal the lollies. In fact, what they'll do is they'll feel bad and they'll pay more than what they should. They'll still get the lollies and go home with the bullpointer. Oh, bloody hell, <laughs> Give the license back. <laughs> Give
0: right. it back and go back to it's the all same right. ball. Let's move on. I'm upset about the crows at the moment. Uh, all right, St Kilda and Sydney at Marvel. No,
2: no, Saints are up and down too much. And the Sydney Swans will play finals again this year. What an unbelievable team, coach and group of people. Magnificent.
1: All right, let's get to the Sunday games. Um, the Hawks mm-hmm. and Collingwood?
2: Uh, no, the Hawks had their little spike because of the stuff going on with Clarko and Sammy Mitchell, and now the Pies will just uh, roll them over
0: again. Uh, doggies and the Dons? Too strong, the
2: Dogs.
1: The Mighty Lions and 3 <laughs>
2: Uh, It'll be a bounce back for the mighty Brisbane Lions. We've uh, corrected our things internally. We've refocused. And uh, the difference between the mighty Brisbane Lions and the Adelaide Crows is we know what we need to fix, and we fix it. Unlike Adelaide, they're still trying to plug the holes in the bloody damn wall we'll since see. 2017. We'll
0: see. Three losses in four games. This is a big weekend. And finally, the West Coast Eagles and Melbourne. Now This is over in WA. Will it make any difference at all, Swatter?
2: Uh Yeah, I think it will make a, a difference, and, and West Coast will actually uh, give uh, Melbourne a little speed hump bump. Mm-hmm.
1: That's yep. a turn up for the books, all Big right? Big
0: call, yep. all right. I'm writing that one down to
1: reflect yeah.
2: on reflect
1: on, uh, Monday. on Monday. i look forward to it. Yes. Well, we'll Swatter, um, stay safe in lockdown, and uh, and mm. we'll talk to you next week.
2: I'll do my best because Bubba and Lefty turned up on the door last night and they've got nowhere to stay. uh room, And they're, they're, can't, they're currently in the storeroom as we speak. i are wearing masks. They're in, in hazmat me. suits
0: at yeah, the moment. Yeah, nice. No well, <laughs> tap for me, Lou. I'm off the hook. <laughs> Have water. a good
2: weekend. Stay safe.
0: And the main thing that's been affecting us throughout this pandemic has been the fact that we're caught in the middle of two states and despite the fact that we live as one community, too often we've been split as we are now. all we can do about it really, Lou, is be vocal um, and tell them that this is not okay. And Chloe Sargent has done just that by starting a petition on change.org. And she joins us. (laughs) Chloe, morning.
1: Morning. So, Chloe, what made you actually do something about it? Because it it has been incredibly frustrating, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, I honestly was just in my own world and I was feeling so flat. And um, alone, and I just thought, if I'm feeling this way, I can't. Um, you know, I can only imagine that I'm not the only one. Uh, you know, everyone else must be feeling the exact same way. So, yeah,
0: yeah, and um, it literally is. All we can do is just be yeah. vocal about it, and, and I'm glad you've done it. So it's it's called Remove Border Restrictions and Lockdowns on Change dot org, and mm-hmm. um, it's got well more than a thousand. 1,227 signatures at the moment. So let's just get the numbers up because, I mean, it just tells the pollies that that it's not okay to do this. And as you said there, we're so heavily reliant on each other and it's basically decisions being made hundreds of kilometres away that make such a big impact, isn't it, Chloe?
1: Yeah, definitely. They don't, um, you know, we haven't even been consulted. Like they don't um, really get a grip on what it is to be living um, between two jurisdictions that um you know we're trying to figure it out they don't even tell us what we've got to do half the time and we don't even know what's going on so yeah do you think i know you've nailed it there um chloe do you think the most difficult thing is that they change the rules all the time and it's hard for us to know exactly what we can and can't do yeah half the time we can cross to see people half the time we can't um and yeah it's never the same
0: (laughs) no it isn't I, i added it up um uh, and it, what turns out is it's almost 200 and something different rule changes now we've been living in and uh, it's even worse because we've got the two states and their different interpretations of rules and regulations. All right, Chloe, great job. Um, I'm glad you did it. It's remove border restrictions and lockdowns on org. So just pop that in and sign it and let's tell the pollies that it's not okay to treat us uh, like this. We're one community. Thanks, Chloe.
1: No worries. Thank you.
0: And if there's one thing we are got to need when this is all over, it's a bloody good laugh. And thanks yes. to our good mate, local comedian, Spud Murphy, that's exactly what we're going to get because, Lou, he's opening a comedy club on Dean Street. Yes. Let's talk to him.
3: Spud, good morning. day, guys. How are you?
1: A comedy club, Spud. Now, um, first of all, whereabouts is it going to be?
3: Well, it's in Dean Street, so that's a great location. It's opposite the uh, Cinema Centre. So, a perfect, perfect spot.
0: Yeah, all right. So, talk us through it. Uh, what's it going to be called and what's the vibe going to be like?
3: Well, um, out, outside, the name's actually called Bird <laughs> Upstairs is called the Alley Cat. and um, um, But uh, Spuds Comedy Club is going to be at the Alley Cat. So, if that all makes sense. Ah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, yeah,
0: gotcha. Okay. gotcha. And, and so, talk us through what it'll be like on an average kind of weekend or, or weekday well,
3: or weekend. We're going to bring with the with the comedy side of things. We're going to bring uh, comedians from all over Australia, um, and and I could say hopefully the world. When things settle down, um, I think we're all going to need <laughs> we're going to need a laugh more than anything, aren't we? And uh, I don't think there'll be one comic who'll actually talk about COVID because we won't want to hear about it anymore.
1: No, true, because it won't be funny. Um, <laughs> and I guess you you're so right. Just. The thought that um, at the moment, I mean, you know, international acts is sort of something we don't even think about because we're just dying to see local acts right now, any live oh, act, quite
2: frankly. Oh,
3: my God. We're all looking forward to it so much. And, and for our mental health, like everybody's... You know, mental health is a big thing in this country, and you know, you know we're all a little bit worried about, you know, how it's affecting everyone. And I think really something like a comedy club, and uh, obviously it's... Um, at at the uh, the bird dog, you can say we're going to have uh, music as well. It's going to be poetry. Um, it's going to be a hub of entertainment, really, and that's going to be right there in town. And uh, people are not going to have to go to Melbourne or Sydney. We can you can stay in all. Yeah. that's fabulous. You have, um, acts from all over.
0: Awesome. Yeah, well, Spud, um, when uh, when is it going to open?
3: Well, we're hoping. In, well, gee, in these weird times, as we know, we, we we can't put a date on it at this time. But we're hoping in the next couple of months. But we've got to think positive, don't we? You know, we've yeah. got to think. We've got to think ahead, and uh, we've got to have something to look forward to. And I tell you what, yeah. this is going to be the best thing ever. Really, yeah,
0: man. man, it's going to be so good, and it's something that I reckon the border can really do with as well. I mean, oh, it's the, just, and
1: we love going to see live comedy yeah, here on the
0: border. It's
3: awesome. We just love it. Well, there's nothing better than a laugh, is there?
0: So true. Damn right. Spud Murphy, uh, great talking to you again. Uh, Spud's Comedy Club in uh, the upstairs alley cat part of Bird Dog. Is that right?
3: That's that's correct. That's a mouthful. It is. It's in
1: Dean
3: Street. You'll be able to find it. You'll be able to find it for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk to you when it opens too. Spud, thanks, mate. Talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Take
3: care. Matt's List.
0: You know, they've got a bunch of new, crazy sports at the Games. Well, I'd like to uh, see some more new ones. And they tend to add one every single Games. They add another one every single Olympics. All right, here are the top six sports I'd like to see at the Games. Uh, At number six, AFL. Now, before you naysayers say something like, no other country plays it, that's where you're wrong. The AFL has affiliation agreements with Ireland, Canada, Denmark, Scotland, Japan, Nauru, New Zealand, England, the list goes on and on. Can you imagine the final score of the gold medal game, Lou? Australia, 392, Denmark, 12. And that would be (laughs) another... (laughs) Goal! ...to Australia. Uh, Number four, UFC Ultimate Fighting Championship. Number five, I should say, UFC Ultimate Fighting Championship. Get rid of judo and put this in. No offence to judo, but UFC would be sick.
1: Yeah, it'd be pretty good.
0: Um, Now at number uh, four, how about... (laughs) Paintball, Oh. <laughs> and if you wanted to jazz it up, laser tag. Yeah, I they like already laser have tag. laser pistols at the pentathlon, yeah, so that would laser be easy. Tag
1: would be great.
0: Where i up to number three. Oh, this is a great one, Luke. Pro wrestling. Now, I admit there are certain issues around the integrity of the competition, but I just want to see someone at the Olympics get hit by a chair. Hogan
4: is absolutely losing his mind. He's just He's out, out of it This
5: is a metal chair. The giant is bleeding. Yeah.
0: Imagine that. At the yeah, end
1: look, I think the the, a league. little bit of showmanship is missing. Let's let's be honest. Bingo. Uh,
0: number two, uh, air hockey. Now I'd be in the chan- with in with the chance here, Lou, of joining the Olympics. Um, my air hockey game is impeccable, and my reaction time on the air hockey table is unrivaled.
6: The only issue
0: would be if someone at the IOC forgets to bring enough dollar coins or tokens and it runs out of power mid-game.
1: <laughs> Not good.
0: That's happened to me a couple of times <laughs> when I've been on a winning run, Lou. And the number one, I'm going to drumroll list, the number one of new sports I'd like to see at the games. It shouldn't come as too much of a surprise, Lou. Motor racing. Now, I know here come the naysayers. You can't have cars at the games. Well, funny you say that, but there was motor racing in the 1900 Summer Games. What is a
1: demo sport?
0: Yeah, kind of. And it was, if it's good enough in 1900, it's good enough okay. now. Go, Daniel
6: Ricciardo. Ricardo somehow finds a gap there and he squeezed through Daniel Ricciardo to take the lead and. For
1: Australia. And Chewy's on the podium. (laughs) Yeah. Of course. So worth it.
0: Exactly. So that's my uh, list there of the six sports that I'd like to see at the game. I
1: don't disagree with you.
0: Thank you, Lou. Uh, Pro wrestling, definitely um, right up there, though. (laughs) That's (laughs) fine.
5: At the movies.
1: Shane A. Bassett, you've got three beauties for us today. How are you? I'm very
5: well, thank you, Lou. Hi, Matt.
0: Yes. Now, um, Shane, hey, um, I'm interested in this Suicide Squad. was not well received in 2016. Now, is this a direct um, follow-up, or is it a reboot, or what's going on with the Suicide Squad?
5: Uh, it's not a reboot. It's a continuation, I guess you could call it, from the 2016 movie. And I'm with you, Matt, and and most reviewers. I didn't think much of the original, and this one is a is a minor step up. That's a little bit better, but seriously, not that great. To be oh up front, Uh, although Australians Margot Robbie and Jai Courtney star, so I always love to back a good Australian actor. Yeah,
1: fair enough, and if it's the kind of genre that you like, you'll get something out of it, for sure.
5: Yeah, definitely, big action set pieces, Uh, a lot of comedy in it, some works, some doesn't. You know who's the funniest in this? Sylvester Stallone. Oh, is he really? He's really good in it, but he plays a shark. This, oh, he he he's the shark! Walk, I was wondering about, about that. <laughs> on land, walking on land, shark. Yeah, right. And he's very funny. He has a lot of the best lines. Uh, John Cena. He's also pretty good. Oh, at it. And Idris, Idris Elba as well. Yep.
0: All right. Awesome. Nice. Um, now, till death is on uh, DVD, Blu-ray, and digital plat- platforms. That's uh, Megan Fox. Now, what's this one about?
5: Uh, Movie of the week. Uh, Really enjoyed it. Great twist in the end as well. Uh, Megan Fox, she took some time out from um, acting for a while. Now she's been back in a big way. Her last movie, Rogue, was great. Till Death is even better. She plays uh, a wife with this bit of a shady husband. They're supposed to be going on this weekend away in the snow at this cabin, have a nice romantic getaway, but the husband's actually setting her up for Uh, something. Classic. Ah, Yes, and she (laughs) fights back. Oh, it sounds quite It is. It's really good.
1: What about the resort, also on your digital platforms and DVD, Blu-ray?
5: Yes, something a little different, Lou. Um, it's well, the best part about it is where it's actually filmed. There's uh, a big tourist resort was hit by a hurricane on this island in Hawaii, yeah. and everybody had to leave. So this. Big hotel building was just left abandoned, and um, you can actually go and visit it. So the story revolves around four friends. They go to this island to visit it, check it out, they take photos, and just want to stay there the night. But it's full of paranormal activity, and <laughs> oh, creepy things. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and there's, scary.
4: There's
0: always some idiot in the group who's going to be the first to go because uh, he's yes. an
5: idiot. You can always pick who that's going to be. <laughs> yeah, in the first yeah. Ten
0: minutes. <laughs> yeah, and it's always a dude who's always an idiot. <laughs> All right, three movies. Uh, the Suicide Squad in cinemas till death on digital platforms and DVD, Blu-ray, and the same for The Resort. Uh, Shane A Bassett, I simply do not watch a movie without your seal of approval these days. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Thank mate. Thank you, I
5: appreciate that.
0: Uh, we have completed 12 rounds in the O&M loop. Yes. It is rapidly accelerating towards September. Three weeks already off. Yep. Um and they were due to play this weekend, but unfortunately, now that there's the lockdown, it's just not going to happen because no. most of the, all of the games but one were going to be played in Victoria, and there's a heap of Victorian players. Matt Sider is an O&M legend, current Hume League player, and he joins us. Big Matty Sider, good morning.
6: Morning, Matt. Morning, Lou. How are we? Yeah,
1: good. good. Now, there was a lot of people excited that, that it looked like games were going to be played, but as we know, things change at a moment's notice these days. How are, they, how are they
6: going to keep the season alive, mm. um, Maddie? Um, I don't know how they're going to go forward, but what I think is going to happen for both O&M and Talanga League is that the moment they get out, they'll probably go into finals. Um, the O&M, the top five, is pretty set. Yep. Um, the remaining games, Rodonga's just sitting outside, but they play some tough matches, so they're probably not looking to push for finals. So the top five's pretty much set. I think when they get a chance they'll come out and just go straight to finals so they can get a result of the season. There's been so much work put in by all clubs, you need a result at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. You just have
0: to. Well you y you're uh, right. I mean the the fifth place Raiders are three games essentially ahead of, of Lavi. So
6: Yeah, and yeah, and I yeah, I don't think they will will if they did end up playing the last two rounds after this weekend, uh, I don't think Lavi will get Get into the finals, so the top five set. So they might as well go. Yep, let's start finals. Well, how can you get
1: straight? I, I understand that they're, that they're set, but I mean, obviously, players have had will have had many weeks off by then. Like it's already three weeks. Um, yeah. How, um, how are they going to go? Like, it, it, is it going to be worse for injuries and that kind of stuff?
6: I'd say it probably would be worse for injuries because you're probably not not training as much. Yeah. You're not match fit. So most clubs will do inner club inner practice matches on the weekends to keep that match fitness and it's probably the clubs that adapt the quickest and the best and keep a positive mind frame and stay up and about and motivated are the ones who are going to really succeed in um, yep. September but o and is a pretty professional league um, a lot of these clubs like Albany, hasn't lost a game and um, Uh, Wayne Gerrata looks really good. Rovers is up there as well. These clubs are itching for success. So I dare say there'd still be a lot of motivation within the group to train hard and stay fit and get a result. All
0: right. Now, uh, you're talking about injuries, Lou. Now, uh, the great man, (laughs) Big Matty Sider, uh, in the Hume League, you injured yourself a a few weeks back now. Um, Now, the Hume League is literally the only league basically playing now, right? I mean, in terms of local footy. Yeah,
6: um, if you want to play footy, come to Brock Barham in the Hume League. That's pretty much it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you cracked your ribs and you and you punctured yep. your lung. How are you feeling, Maddie? And, and and are you gonna get back on the park anytime soon?
6: Yeah, I'm I'm feeling really good. Um I will definitely be playing football again this year, probably sooner than I thought. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So no, I feel good. I'm ready to go. We're we're finals bound. We're sitting fifth and it's a top six in the Hume League. Um so yeah, we're trying to build some some momentum and give the finals a shake. So, no, I'll be definitely back out there pretty
0: soon. Oh, yeah, nice, Maddie. nice. Awesome. sooner the better.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. M- Maddie, thank you for um, for talking us through it. And, look, yeah, it's just sad for, for everyone, for spectators, obviously, but also for the players that, that in the uh, M that they can't play. But whoever can play, good luck this weekend.
6: Yeah, just poor Victorians. Like, there's more cases in New South Wales than... Hume League, yeah, New South Wales is up and going. It's crazy. I know. So, poor New South Wales, but it is what it is.
0: I right? know. And if you love your local footy, uh, still crowds allowed at the Hume League as well, so enjoy the local oh. footy this weekend. Matt Sider, uh, good luck, mate. Um, whether you're out on the park this weekend or not, good luck in the next few weeks. We'll talk to you soon.
6: All right, see you, Matt. See you, Luke.
0: Andrew Hoy has just completed another successful Games and now attention has turned to his hometown, Culcan or Hoyville, as I'd like to call it, Luke. <laughs> And uh, what we can do there to celebrate the eight-time Olympian, the mayor of the Greater Hume Shire, Heather Wilton, joins us. Uh, morning, Heather. Good
1: morning. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, great. Oh, now, you. it's very exciting, obviously, uh, Andrew Hoy's um, latest medals from the Olympics. And, uh, I mean... Just incredible one that he's been at eight Olympic Games. Yes. But uh, when we spoke with him uh, a few months back, you know, he was still a very proud Um yes, And, of course, his mum still lives there.
4: Yes. His mother does still live in Kalkan, or just on the outskirts of Culcane. And, look, he's got every reason to be proud of his achievements. It's just wonderful, really. And, um all all credit to him, it must be he must be a very disciplined person, I think, but it's fantastic. I think there's hardly an interview that goes by when he doesn't mention Calvin, so no, he's true. obviously very proud of his um his um, place in history and where he started off.
0: indeed, all right, <laughs> now let's go through some options here for uh, things we, we can do in Culcan. So, uh, firstly, uh, can we rename the town? Uh, I mean, no, nothing wrong with Culcan, but Hoyville <laughs>
4: would potentially oh, be... Hoyville. Hoyville, look, I think uh, there are a few suggestions like that have been made. Um, it's a long process to try and rename <laughs> a town, let me tell you. Okay. And I'd say it's a very... Um, it would be virtually Okay, not. so yeah. out. Okay, so that's out. out. What
0: about Cross a statue? Statue, big statue, hmm? 40 yep. foot high.
1: With a horse, obviously, him on a horse, you know, eventing.
4: Yes, well, I think that's certainly a possibility that could be achieved, and I think that would be uh, a very nice tribute if we could pull that one off.
1: I reckon the community would be right behind something like that too, I reckon.
4: Oh, uh, I think the community would be. Um, I haven't discussed it with a lot of people in the community, but I just feel that that would be a very, very suitable uh, project for us yep. to aim for and to give some um, recognition, or great recognition, to him. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Certainly better than my last idea for coal can. Remember when I wanted a nuclear power station at the um, old
4: Yeah, at the old <laughs> mill? probably not a <laughs> that great didn't... idea. No, the no.
0: locals weren't happy with that one. All
4: right, so... Well, I, I don't know about that. I think I don't disagree with nuclear power, actually. Ooh. I think it's a very good idea. Okay. But, uh, I don't, I, you know, I don't have many followers in that respect. Right. I find brick walls mostly. It's a hard sell. Answer. It's a hard sell, Heather. <laughs> yes. But no. I've, been, I've been on nuclear power for a long time. But anyway, moving yeah, on, this is about Andrew. Today. It is
1: indeed. Okay, now, here's a more easily implementable suggestion. Rather than saying hello to people in Kalkan, I think we need to encourage people to say ahoy
4: uh, oh well now that's a good idea. What do you think? Love it. Yes, I think that could be a fantastic way to approach the job. Yes. yes.
0: All right, and one more, and this is this is probably the the one that we'll get over the line. I would I would say a new sign or an updated sign.
4: Yes, definitely, absolutely. As I said when I heard that he'd been selected I did say to the general manager, we're going to need to polish up that sign out the road. Yeah, it's looking Updated. a little
1: bit a little bit dated really it is. Yes, this. yes. Hey, yes. Just...
4: I couldn't agree with you more. Actually, I think even if he didn't have those achievements, we still should
1: have oh, done it. Eight, but time, we will be eight doing Olympics, it. eight Olympics, absolutely. Yeah, um,
4: that is actually underway right now as we speak.
6: The Lou and Matt Podcast.
0: And that's it for the Lou and Matt podcast for the week.
1: We'll be back on Monday on the radio from six and back on Tuesday with our first podcast for the week.